Well, hello. Greetings, friends on the internet. My name is Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? So good. I'm excited because this is another episode of Parks and Conversation, where we have the opportunity to talk about one of the greatest television shows ever made by humans, Parks and Recreation. And so today we're talking about season two, episode 12, and it's all about scandal. A Christmas scandal. Scandal, scandal. scandal. Yes, not, Christmas not the, scandal. Not the television show scandal. Not yet. Have you ever not seen that? Yet. No. Yeah, me neither. All right. So what happens in this one? Uh, well, let me tell you why I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like it was part of the Grey's Anatomy universe at one point. And I have, a, a, I have an ongoing boycott of Grey's Anatomy that just kind of happened. And I don't want to mess it up. So is that is that your personal like by by choice? Or was that a um, in, imposed upon was that boycott imposed upon you by a family member? No, it was completely by my choice because my wife told me to. No. <laughs> it no, uh I, my wife is a nurse and as is your wife and mm-hmm. uh Kathy, my wife, whom I love, um she has no interest in it and so we just never watch it. So I don't often boycott things, but I've got a good run going here. So I'm going to keep it. That's how I feel about so. Avatar. Like I've never seen Avatar. Really? Yeah, and at this point, it's like, eh. I think yeah, it's like, it's, I think it's like Pocahontas. That's what I heard. It is. It's like Fern Gully and Pocahontas. Yep. But in space. I'm good. It's a really, really bad movie. It's not mm. good. The MacGuffin that they're going after, yeah, um, it's hard to get, and so As it's named Unobtainium. Perfect. Yeah, it's so dumb. Uh, my brother and I saw it on Christmas Day, it, and because it's supposed to have just amazing 3D, and it was the 3D was amazing, and that was the second to last 3D movie that I've ever seen. You really got your money's worth for that third D. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, James Cameron really worked hard on the 3D for that movie, and it was mm-hmm. good. But the didn't the 3D did not create depth in the movie. Oh, or wow, storytelling. Nice. What now, sucker? <laughs> well done. <laughs> yes, nailed it. Um, it's also all movies are 3D, so it's really a 4D movie because we went through the dimension of time. Mm. So, anyway. Today, in this episode of Parks and Conversation, we're not going to talk about Avatar or Scandal Mm. or Grey's Anatomy any more than we need to. I think we Um, did that. Yeah, we definitely hit our quota forever. And uh, so this this is a a Christmas scandal. And the basic premise is Leslie inadvertently uncovers a scandal with Councilman Dexhart. It's a sex scandal. And Dexhart is the worst. That's the basic synopsis. And all the things that fall out from there, that's the show. So, um, this is a Christmas episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is like, this is right before the Christmas break, um, when it, when it aired. And then they took a bit of a break. So, this, what did you, what did you feel about like the Christmas, Christmassy aspect of this episode? Um, I thought they did a fine job talking about Christmas. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it was like the city, Hall people, they can only do so many things for a Christmas event, right? So I feel like they honored that part of the story 
uh, you know, not to try to be overly Christmas or Christmas miracle. It's like, yeah, Christmas is happening in town. And we have some events we got to plan, but it's really not about Christmas. It's about the events. Does that make sense? No, totally. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was going for. So, yeah, so it was good. I wasn't offended as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus. I wasn't offended that they didn't spend more time talking about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, um, because the cities don't care about that. Yeah. And they, they don't need to. And that's okay. So, um, but this episode starts off with a Christmas tradition in Pawnee where they are doing the Christmas Follies, which is a thing in Pawnee where the different departments take turns roasting the the whole city and all the different departments. Mm -hmm. So it seems like a fun tradition that can get people fired. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know how how much fun it really is, but. Good for you guys. Um, So this year was the Parks Department's turn. And so they are making jokes about how crazy the mayor's dog is and the raccoon infestation. And then Leslie comes out dressed as Councilman Dexhart. And uh, she starts to talk about all of this this made up sex scandal because Dexhart is a total sleaze and uh, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that uh, that he would have to have a press conference about a sex scandal. And so mm-hmm. she just starts making stuff up um, and everybody loves it. The whole city is like, this is the funniest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> Public corruption. It's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, they're, um, they're OK with it. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nailed it, Leslie. Yeah, it's yeah. Like this is this is our town. and. Uh, But, you know, people loved it and uh, applause is had. Follies are falled. Um, And uh, did you did you notice how Donna just kind of like stood on stage the whole time? Like like at the end, they sang. But when when they were doing all their things, like Donna's just like standing there like she was Leslie's bodyguard the whole time. I I just I don't know why I noticed that. It was just funny to me. You know, I did not notice that. But I was also taking notes so i was looking at my phone as i was typing my notes so that might be part of why i didn't notice that mm-hmm. I, I do like how donna at the in the in the wrap-up song just really just like it starts belting the the notes just like at the top of her lungs just going for it um yeah she's a good singer is, she is a good singer but that's really the first time we see donna really do anything like for all her might <laughs> you know it's so true. Like, wow Good job, Donna. Um, yeah, so that then it comes to the, the credits and they come back and they're out on lot 48 and, you know, they have filled in the pit and now they are using lot 48 as a place to do a big Christmas festival for the town with Christmas tree lighting and inflatables and Santa costumes and all kinds of different things. Um, and this is one of where my, one of my favorite uh, sections or lines in all of the show happens in this episode and i looked it up because i want to make it i want to say it just right okay so leslie is talking to the crowd or the the whole staff here and she says uh, so let's talk sked guys um the kids are going to come around 9 a.m on saturday and everyone's going to do santa for two hours so i would just advise everyone 
before you get into your costume to go to the bathroom so we can avoid what happened last year. Jerry Gergich. It was just farts. <laughs> I love that so much. Because <laughs> everybody knows that after Jerry was Darren wearing the Santa costume, it was funky. <laughs> and uh, and his, just, his response is, it was just farts. <laughs> hey, can't get it. Can't get it on you. Come on. Come on, guys. But you also can't get farts out of a, a big, <laughs> heavy Santa costume. Like the fabric itself is so thick. Yeah. And then like even if it was trying to get out of the neck area, you've got a beard to trap the farts in. Yeah. So it's just all all losses uh, if somebody farts in a Santa costume. I mean, the only thing worse would be an Easter Bunny costume because then you've got an actual Helmet. dome over your head. Yeah. trapping in all all yeah. of the the farts fart sphere so, yeah a fartosphere exactly it's it's a big deal so yeah that's one of my favorite things and, and now that we've come to this episode i think i'm ready to wrap up this whole podcast all right it was just farts i knew it i knew it this is where it was gonna end up <laughs> and the way he says it is just it's just, I, it just makes me laugh so hard because it's so uh having midwestern uh relatives like the way he, you say the arts sound like it was so perfect. Like it's just farts. Yeah. So anyway, I think I've said fart enough on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Leslie is also talking about the schedule for the, the day. And she's like, it's a big deal this year. Our Christmas tree lighting is going to be broadcast on internet radio. <laughs> and Tom is like, wow, that's really awesome. Listening to that Christmas tree lighting on the radio is going to be amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> that was great too. I'm Tom again pointing out the ridiculousness of Leslie's plans and her what she's excited about. I was like, that's not something to be excited about. So yeah, this episode just came out guns blazing with the jokes. It was very yeah. high jokes per minute, I feel, from the get-go. Yeah. Agree. Um, and uh and so a- a- uh April, not April, yeah. April comes to Leslie and says, Hey, con- con- uh Councilman Dexart wants to meet with you. She says, shut up. And he was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so Dexart wants to meet with Leslie. Um, and, uh, you know, at this point, we don't know why. It's kind of weird. Maybe he's offended that uh, that Leslie has made fun of his proclivities. Um, but hold, but, on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. I, I got to be this guy because because just because the order of things sets up the joke so well. So before that. Um, April asks Andy for help picking a, a a gift out for her boyfriend. Was that before that was, the that was, Dexter yeah, invite? Was, yeah, it was right before oh. the Dexter invite. And, and, and you'll see why I, I had to bring it up just because the editing and the timing of it was great. Um, so, and what I thought was cute about that whole thing was like, this is kind of the first spark, you know, where they are actually Andy and April are kind of talking to each other and then they give each other a high five, but it wasn't just any kind of high five. It was a top gun high five. So it's the high. And then as you're going by the person, you swing down low and reconnect. Mm-hmm. And you got to know, you got to know that's coming. That's just not something. So it just shows from the very beginning, those guys, they were in sync. They were meant for each other. That's the way I took the Top Gun high five. So right there you go. Yeah. But that, that's, that's not the whole reason why I brought that back up, even though I felt that was important. But yes, so they meet at the restaurant. Continue. Um, so. Well, I have here. With this April asking for help part. Yeah. This is important because um, the way she's asking, she's like, I need you to help me buy something for my gay boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. For Christmas. And yes. so he's like, Brokeback Mountain. 
Fellows love that. <laughs> That's all that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he says, okay, great. I'll help you. But as she's leaving, uh, this conversation with Andy, like she's all lit up. She's so happy because yeah. this is just a ploy to have a reason to spend time with Andy. Yes. So, uh, it's pretty, it's Andy's oblivious to this kind of stuff, but it's pretty great. The way that April is like, you know, I, wanting to spend time with someone she has a crush on. It seems very natural to like try to find reasons for these kinds of interactions. So I was like, good writing guys. Um, yeah. So Dexart wants to know, they get to the the restaurant and they're, and Leslie and Dexart are meeting and right away. He's like, who told you? Yeah. Told me what? Like about <laughs> all of the scandal, all the stuff that I did, like you're joking, but like there's a new scandal a coming. And so he's, and then it, tur- big- it, it turns out to be worse than what she even joked about in the beginning, which I thought was right. hilarious. <laughs> Yes, it's worse than you can imagine because <laughs> Dexhart is awful. He's terrible. He's an awful person. And how he was ever elected to city council is amazing. And it's revealed later on in the series. Like his his district is a dumpster fire. Um, yeah. But yeah, just matches him as a person because he's uh, the worst. Um, so, but Leslie's like, I don't know anything about anything. And... Yeah, I don't know what this happened. So, so then Dexart's like, oh, well, then haha, just kidding. None of this happened. Um, but uh, yeah, so Dexart says, oh, forget we ever had this. This is just a joke. No, no big deal. And Leslie is confused, bewildered. Cut to the next day. And Leslie is now the focus of this scandal with Council, Councilman Dexart. She's on the news it's on the Pawnee sun, which is just a tabloid and nobody reads it except Donna. Who was like, yeah, way to go, Leslie. Right. Good job. <laughs> Wait, was that, um, the, was that the next day? I thought they met for lunch or was it, was it dinner? The only reason why the restaurant was really dark. So I thought it was uh, nighttime. It could have been, I, I maybe, so maybe I'm wrong, but I took it as like they had lunch. And by the time she had gotten back, the Pawnee sun had already run the story. Like that, I guess that's why I thought it was so funny that like they, those scenes were back to back because the Pawnee Sun was so fast. Like they had taken the picture from outside of them meeting, ran the story, and it was already at the city hall by the time she got back. But I that would I, be impressive in any media environment because and I don't know anyone who has an afternoon paper uh, anymore. But again, Pawnee contains many mysteries. They have way too many reporters way too many new media outlets. They've got a lot going on in this small town in, in Indiana. So oh, we, we see the whole thing. It's in full swing in this episode. So yeah, as, we, as we, we see, we see papers. We see, we see multiple papers. First of all, we see Pert happily. We see Joan Calamezzo. We see so many things happening media wise that it's insane. So, um, so Leslie's the, 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 focus of the scandal she looks up to the the tv it's on the tv and we see pert happily talking about the scandal as well and he calls her leslie norp <laughs> and and i love the way he ends his paper is like they left separately but no one knows where they woke up <laughs> together yeah <laughs> the story of this story is that it won't stop developing <laughs> <laughs> i love purd so much and i looked him up on imdb because i was like i i what is he doing what's he, yeah. what's he up to more and more reporter stuff yeah he's over and over again cast as a reporter and so by the time he gets to like yeah i don't know he's just like 
falling into this this newscaster role. And this I'm sure he loved doing this because all the other ones were like serious shows. But here he gets to be a complete doofus. So, um, yeah, so he's great. Uh, <laughs> just, no one knows where they woke up together. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Aunt Leslie's office and Andy comes in and is like, Leslie, I've heard a lot of chatter at this shoe shot station. Yeah. And some people are like, I totally would. I would never. I heard she's down to clown and like all kinds of like just terrible stuff. And none of it's actually helpful. Not at all. Um, Leslie's like, OK, well, uh, keep your keep your ear to the ground. So it's like, oh, OK. And he leaves. <laughs> right. Like, like, I've got an assignment. I've got a got job a, to do. Got a job so, now. He's, um, such a, he's such a golden retriever. Like that's. That's just his, his oh, personality. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah. okay, I'll see ya. Exactly. And having a golden retriever, I get it. I see it perfectly. Because I can ask my dog to do anything. She won't, but she will think she's helping. Um, <laughs> no matter what. Today, we were rearranging our living room furniture. Congra- and uh, Congratulations. Yeah, it's a big step in any, you know, uh, family. And uh, so we're moving couch and chairs and all kinds of stuff. And Maggie is our golden retriever, not like a, another child. Um, but uh, she was just standing in the way all the time. Every time we pick something up, she's like, okay, where are we going with that? Like, You're not going anywhere. You're in the way. So, <laughs> right. It's Andy. Um, all right. So they go to the back to the Christmas lot spot space. Uh, and this is where, you know, Leslie's out in the public and now she's vulnerable to the press. And so somebody comes uh, from another newspaper, um, and the I think reporter your name was Alexa Softcastle. Yes, Alexa Softcastle, which <laughs> is so great because Hardcastle is a real name. I have never heard Softcastle in my life, <laughs> and this is one of the fun things about the Michael Schur universe is uh, he has a lot of fun with names. So the downside is I have an Alexa right by my television, and so as soon as Alexa Softcastle said her name. Alexa started saying, I will now look up soft castle. Oh, and it did, was not. she didn't, she didn't try to find all the hard castle episodes. Did you mean no. hard castle? No, she's looking said, up Nathan Fillion. <laughs> no, she said now playing soft castle, which I was like, I kept yelling at her, shut up Alexa. And she wouldn't. And so I, I guess it was some kind of game she wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was terrible. So I yelled, I yelled at Siri one time. I was like, Siri, you are worthless. And she replied, I'm trying my hardest. Yeah, Siri will throw some shade at you. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. And then I felt bad. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm the human here. But I I still apologized. You may be the human, but are you the higher life form? I don't don't think so. That's the real question. So we're in a in a her situation. With Joaquin Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So. Uh, yeah, so Ron intervenes and then they're like, all right, we need to let Leslie just lay low, get out of the picture and we'll just take over her job for the, the, the day and just see like what we can do to help her not have to worry about all this insanity. Um, and so they break up into teams and, uh, and then cuts to Leslie and Dave having dinner. And at this point, I had forgotten that Dave was still in the show. Um, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, Dave's still here. Um, so Dave, um, they're having dinner, lunch, meal. I don't know. I'm very confused about the time things are happening in this episode. So they're eating together. And then it cuts to Leslie and Ron 
or Ron and April, who are filling in for a, uh, a meeting of auditing systems. And Paul, the city manager, comes in and is like, hey, where's Leslie? And Ron's like, hey, I gave her the day off. And so Ron's like, Paul's like, OK, so you're going to do her presentation for her. <laughs> and Ron's like, yep. <laughs> so, I loved I loved when they split up to take all of her tasks. They split the whole staff up into groups and everybody's like, well, it looks like if we just each take what? 10, 10 items a group. So, I mean, it just shows. And I think that's the point of this episode is like shows how much Leslie does for Ron and, and the parks, which was and, and the whole city and the whole city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it was important to see because by the end of the episode, Ron is relieved when Leslie comes back. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, I can't we can't do this without you. So she is essential. Um, so then it cuts back to Dave and Leslie in the in the restaurant. And she, Dave says, my unit is being called up uh, to active duty and we're in San Diego. going to be gone for a year. And he says, Leslie, you should come with me. So this creates some tension here because all the stuff happening with Dexart, like this would be a great time to leave. That was a great so. joke too. Cause, cause he's like, I'm being, I'm being called up and she goes, Oh my God. Like, like he's going to war. Where are you being stationed? San Diego. Oh my God. Like that's <laughs> like going to San Diego's worse. <laughs> but for Leslie, anywhere other than Pawnee sure, is a sure. terrible place to be. Right. And so I get it, but it is, it's always funny when you're like, no, San Diego's actually awesome. <laughs> I love San Diego. Um, so yeah, so now she's going to be thinking on that, but then it cuts to Tom and Mark and they're working together. Yeah. Who thought that was a good idea? That was my first thing. I was like, why, why these guys? Again, Mark is not part of the parks department. It's true. Like He has his own job. Leslie's not his boss. He has his own stuff to do. So, um, yeah, but he, they're working together and they're going through the list. And one of the things is get beer for the sanitation department. They're like, no, they can get their own beer. Keep going. Uh, so then they start talking and Mark's he's like, Tom says, Mark, what are you getting Anne for Christmas? And uh, he says a computer bag because she asked for it. <laughs> Tom's like, that's terrible. That's an awful gift. And you should get her a diamond because even girls, when they know it's a blood diamond, they're still like, yeah, give me that diamond. So make, um, it, make it extra bloody. <laughs> it's a uh, steak. So, you know, so that's throwing some confusion with Mark. He's like, I don't know. Like, she wanted it. Why wouldn't I not get her what she wanted? Um, and, uh, then, okay. We're, then it cuts to Leslie at Ann's house, right? Yeah. And they're watching Joan's show on Pawnee today. Yep. And Joan is, uh, has a guest who is an expert on body language, I guess. And, uh, and he, they go to a show from an event from four years in the past where Leslie and Dexart are in the same place because they're both public officials and uh, and they shake hands and the body language experts like clearly Leslie is demonstrating that she wants Dexart here. Um, and yeah, so she put she literally just pulled up her pants. Right. Like, that that was like, it. It was like she was just adjusting her blazer and pants. That was it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they're a mess on the Jones show, which is just par for the course. Uh, and so Anne manages to get Dexart to come meet with Leslie. And I love there. It's like it was surprisingly easy to get him to come to this. Right. <laughs> this guy is a total sleaze. So uh, so they have Leslie confronts Dexart saying, hey, you have to tell the truth. Like, this is not me. This is not 
I didn't have anything to do with this. And he's like, no, this is actually better for me. What's happening now is way better. So I'm not going to say anything about it. Um, and then Ann and Andy meet and he's like, I got some ideas. They go through the different stuff that he has ideas for gifts. But then April says, well, what would you want? They say, get gifts for yourself that you would like. What, what would you like? And he's so specific when a Reggie Wayne jersey that he wore after he just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like, OK, <laughs> not going to happen. But uh, but then also but also maybe uh, April's boyfriend would like a hip hop abs DVD, too. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And um, spray tan tattoos spray or spray tan, tan gift certificates yeah. or a trip to Germany. <laughs> yeah. I I love that Andy like really thought about it. Yeah. So a tri- like, he was like, Germany's awesome. Like, yeah. Like I, I, but but has he ever been like, is he just assuming it's not like that's these are the questions I need answers to. Well, like, I would I I would say say on good authority that Andy never had the money to go to like Illinois, let alone Germany. So maybe that's why he, he was so broke because he spent it all going to Germany. I don't know. There are many things that could be true. Yeah. Yeah. So eh, anyway, uh, so then the, uh, cuts to, uh, another segment with, after Dexart and Ann and and Leslie met, cut another segment where they're watching the Joan Calamezzo show again, and now Ann has gotten roped into this schedule <laughs> or this this scandal, um, and it's like, look how close together these two women are standing. Anytime two women are close together, it means they're lesbians. And it's like, wow, body language expert, you are the worst. Uh, so finally, um, Leslie's like, we got to just deal with this and. Uh, so she's going to just go on Joan's show. But then it cuts back to the Christmas bonanza thing. And there are raccoons everywhere. They're taking over the park. And Ron's like, who who has let this happen? Sanitation didn't come and take away all the trash. So now the raccoons are invading. And, you know, they will take small children. Like, we've got to fix this. And that's when Tom and Mark say, oh, we did not get beer for sanitation. This was on us. We'll take care of it. Um, but just again showing the terribleness of the raccoon problem yeah in pawnee so this is an ongoing issue these raccoons mean business they will hunt the kids for sport yeah so also also why does sanitation need beer when they're getting paid to take away the garbage like this isn't a special assignment well i don't think it's about the special assignment as much as it's saying leslie saying i appreciate that you're doing this because it's extra it's more like there isn't normally a park here. There isn't normally a dumpster here. Thank you. So Leslie is a proactive appreciator. So, mm. yeah. But I mean, it does feel like sleazy when you're like, if it, you're just like, why is she bribing them? But I yeah. think she's just being nice. I've heard of this being nice. thing. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't, I don't buy it. All right. Well, they already made the show. So, okay. Yeah. I don't know what to do about it. So, uh, so then Leslie's on Pawnee today and is, she's trying to say like, look, this is, I have nothing to do with this scandal. This is not, this is not my problem. And everything is getting way out of proportion. And then Joe's like, well, I have a surprise guest for us today. It's councilman Dexart. And he comes, I was like, hi, honey. (laughs) Like right away. Sleaze. (laughs) Everything about him. Sleaze. And I, love, and I love that that Pawnee today is the court of 
of what is it the court of public opinion because because twice now leslie's gone on like there was the penguin situation she's like what do i what did i do oh no you know and now and then she says too she's like why am i the one that's on trial he's the sleazeball so it's right. like she's always having to come defend herself in Pawnee's court which they don't they don't have yet it's coming but not it's gonna be a while <laughs> but, and it's worth it and it's totally worth it so I just think that's funny how anytime somebody has to defend themselves, it's on Pawnee today. Yes. And the whole arc of Joan Calamezzo and the power that she has in this town is amazing. And uh, there used to be a thing in our area called Northwest Afternoon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Northwest Afternoon? Yeah. It was on, it was on Channel 4. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a train wreck of a show. I mean, it was not good, but every day there was a segment where I believe her name was Nancy would come on and she would give summaries of everything that happened on the soap operas that day. Do you remember that? No. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. It was so awesome because she was like, ladies, you need to know what happened in our stories today. And it was so great. And like, I don't, I'm, I don't care about soap operas, but if Northwest Afternoon was on, I would watch it just for this segment because it's like, this is amazing. The level of passion that she has for this world. And so, yeah. So I feel like Joan has the same level of power as Nancy. Um, and it was, it was awesome. It was so great. So every time I see Joan's show, I think about Northwest Afternoon. Um, it's long gone because there's like four hours of the Ellen show now on different yeah. channels. So whatever happened to dialing for dollars with Art Peterson like that? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Dialing for dollars was awesome. Yeah. I would always want them to call us. We need they more called shows it, like they that. Called, they called the viewers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm sure that you had to actually like give them your number. Yeah. Well, no, no. I think it was. Wasn't it random? I'm well, pretty. I, I I don't. I can't believe it would be random. Well, I mean, like 206, like like it was from the area, right? Yeah, like limited to the area that they broadcast to, right? But yeah. but because how would they know that people would watch? That's. I think that's the whole thing. Is like they knew that people weren't watching, so they had to call them to say, "Hey, are you watching?" Oh, too bad. You could have gotten some money. <laughs> now they're just rubbing it in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm at work. Well, I wish you were lazier. You'd be getting paid right now. <laughs> I actually went to church with Art Peterson in Tacoma. Really? That's very true. Yeah. He drove a Jaguar. So. Well, of course. He's dialing for dollars. Wouldn't. Why he wouldn't had, he be? He had dialing for dollars money. So. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So. He was nice. I just wanted to say that too. It's not like I just, you know, we weren't best friends that we had to talk a Tuesday or anything, but he was, re- he was a really nice guy. Okay. Well, I believe it. Okay. I believe it. So where are we at in this episode of Parks and Conversation? Uh, there are the, yeah. So Dexar comes out and then it cuts to Ron. He's now running a forum, which is part of Leslie's normal job. So good. And I love, I love the, the town forums and the first lady to speak says, I found a sandwich in the park and I want to know why it didn't have any mayonnaise on it. Yeah. And then Ron laughs and she's like, why are you laughing? This is serious. It's like, oh, oh, this is for real. Yeah. So. Um, there are too many people like that in the world, I feel. Who will I, complain about a free sandwich that they found in the park. Yeah. Why doesn't it have mayonnaise? Why? Yeah. yeah. So that is 
pretty amazing. Um, and then the other one, there was another one. I didn't have time to write it down. Oh, somebody else oh, said something. I, he goes, uh, I don't think kids should play on the big toys. He's like, sir, we wiped down the big toys. If you're afraid of the swine flu, he's like, I already got the swine flu. That's right. I'm, I'm worried about the turtle flu. <laughs> yes. The turtle flu, the turtle flu. Yeah. So and, uh, I mean, there's- 2020 is not over. So don't, don't discount it. No, there's big doings in the, uh, parks department issues. And, uh, yeah, so, um, sorry, I have a child that came in. All right, we'll take care of it. So it's okay. Dexart, Dexart is still, now we cut back to, uh, Pawnee today and, uh, yeah, Dexart's still playing it up. And Calamezzo says like, basically, you know, can you prove it? Or I think, mm-hmm. I think Leslie says, can you prove it? And Dexart bluffs and says, yeah, there's a mole on her right buttocks. Right. Buttock, buttock. I don't know how to say it, but it happened. And Leslie's like, you've never even seen my butt. And so <laughs> Joan is like, well, how are you going to prove it? And so finally, Leslie's like, all right, fine. And she shows Joan her butt on television. And <laughs> Joan's like, there is no mole. <laughs> there is no mole. And then it's like, well, Councilman Dexart, how are you going to respond to no mole gate? <laughs> So, <laughs> no I, love, I love his date. response too. Like, to, he's like, "Yes, yes, it's it's all false." But I have no plans to resign. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right away, I'm not resigning. I'm not giving up. So he's the worst. Yeah. The worst. Um. All right. So that count. That scandal's over. Ooh. They go back to uh, Leslie and Dave having dinner, and Leslie tells Dave, "Look, I can't. I can't leave. In the craziness of this town, I can't leave." And so she decides to stay and he's going to San Diego and then she goes to the Christmas thing and <laughs> there's the a whole parks but, department is there. Her mom's there. Are you trying to get out of this quick? But I love that when he's like, uh, you know, she's like, do you want your ticket back? He's like, no, come visit me. I mean, I mean, there is a $75 yeah, change right. fee, but uh, I could pay for <laughs> yes. it or you could, I could reimburse you. I mean, there's lots of ways we can handle it. We can work it out. <laughs> we can work it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave is very procedural. Yeah. And so like he's going to like follow the rules and he's always like, yeah, keep it. We can change it. Whatever. Um yeah, so Leslie goes to the thing and her mom says, "I'm really proud of you. You stood up to Joan. That was great." Um and the team is waiting there. Uh and and Leslie's like, "You guys, the part the the tree should have been lit up an hour ago and like we waited for you." Which was great. Like they they love Leslie and they want her to uh, enjoy the things that she worked so hard for. And so like, yeah, we waited for you. You get to light it. Uh, so they counted down and they light it. I'm, I'm sure the internet radio really, really loved it. It sparkled. Um, and one of the things that's happening here is Andy is Santa. Yes, you saw it too. This sign. Yeah. Um, and uh, a kid tries to pull his beard, all kinds of stuff. But also when, and, uh, when Andy hugs April, a side hug, and April is like super smiley. Yeah. So I was like, she is into him. So. And he has yeah. no clue. Think, no clue. No, he's oblivious. He will find out. He will find out. Um, all right. So anything else at the Christmas thing that stood out to you? No. Okay. So then it cuts to the credit scene. Andy is at the shoe shine and sees a present there. And it says it's from April. It says, thanks for your help. And he opens it. And so Reggie Wayne jersey. So she clearly was paying attention to Andy and then cuts to Mark and Anne and Mark got her the computer bag 
and she was really happy about it. And uh, and then Anne says, I got you a really lame gift. I got you Pacers tickets. They're not even good. And then Mark says, I actually got you a second gift. You don't have to go with me to this game. <laughs> and and Anne is like, yes, thank you. See, that was so, one of the better, like if they hit, could have done, I don't know how, but that was one of their better, like relational interactions. Like that was fine. I thought that was a funny joke. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't totally hate it. No, it seemed like a normal thing normal people would do. Yeah. And in this whole show, Anne and Mark are the most normal people. Right. Even though Mark's the worst. <laughs> um, and I, I will keep saying this. Stand by that. Um, who, and then. Who's more worse? Like Dexhart or Mark? Oh, Dexhart is a worse person. Uh-huh. But Mark is useless for this show. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Right. Dexart is actually a useful comic ploy, mm-hmm. but Mark is boring. <laughs> um, so <laughs> there can only be uh, one normal, per- one boring person on there, and it's Anne. We like her. Anne is better. Take off. Much Mark. better. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. So, um, Leslie comes so back cuts, to the office. Yeah. Yeah. She comes back and Ron's like, here, you've got all this stuff. You got messages about things I don't understand. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, thank you. And so Leslie sits down, answers the phone. This is Leslie Nope from the Parks Department. And it's like everything is normal in the world again. Yeah. And everyone is relieved. Yeah. It, was, it didn't end like the, the, I don't know, the cold close or whatever the they call it at the end uh, was not necessarily like a joke it was just kind of very sweet and just kind of completed that bit of time for the show before they as they took their break into christmas which i thought was nice yeah it was really nice i i I like this episode too because when they let leslie you started to bring it up when they let leslie uh, light the tree and show that they cared you know they had gone on the hunting trip and we we've seen now if you look at the the group from episodes one two three four um to now like they really are starting to come together as a group you know i mean they're they're gonna have their like like as a almost like a more of a family group they're gonna have their problems and stuff but they're starting to look out for each other and i think that's why this show gets so great down the road is that they can have tons of conflict but at the end we know that they're all in it together versus just these separate you know entities flying in and out of each other's lives so this is yeah. it starts to really show it, especially in this episode, which I thought was cool. Yeah, they're not just people who work together. Which, like they actually like each other. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. It is. Yeah, they're starting to gel, starting to build these dynamics. Um, we're gonna get Officer Dave out of the way, and that'll be nice. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it'll be good. So because we don't have to deal with Dave anymore, and uh, yeah. The actor who plays Dave, who shall be nameless. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So this was a good episode. And looking at IMDb, this is rated at eight point one. Yeah, that feels. I good. can take it. Oh, yeah, I can take it. It had everything. Um, it had purred. I mean, we got yeah. a little more Donna. Great line from Jerry. Uh, there was a lot of meals. I mean, they ate a lot in this episode. Um, uh, there was Christmas lights, fake beards, um, the hottest nightclub in New York. No. Um, Wow. Perfect. My dogs are freaking out again. So, um, yeah, so it was a all around great picture of the city of Pawnee. Like, you know, you really fleshed it out a little bit more. So, yeah, good episode. Uh, and uh, 
I look forward to more of these next week or the next episode we're going to look at is called the setup. And uh, so we're going to introduce a character for a few weeks named Justin. We're going to have um, a cameo by Will Arnett, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, things are going to get weird here for Leslie coming up because we're also going to go to Leslie's house. Uh, there's going to be a conflict with Sweetums, which is going to be fun. There's going to be fun stuff. Galentine's Day, a lot of great stuff coming up. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to it. So awesome. We'll we'll have to uh, circle back around and uh, and then uh, put a pin in it. Gather the gather the rag the the wagons and yeah, uh, integrate it vertically. Yes, you know, we'll get some traction with this. Yeah, get some cross market traction. So anyway, all right. Well, that's enough. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you later, man. Sounds good. Bye.